0: Realm of abundance. It's the Christian's opportunity, but not their entitlement. We should enjoy profit because managing to a loss is not biblical. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Beerman. Thank you for taking us along with you on your mobile device, on the web, or through our syndicated outlets. Here at Debt-Free Wealth Radio, we bring you topics, programs, and products geared to move the Christian income earner to become a profitable steward who enjoys debt-free wealth because prosperity is not entitled, but it is within reach. Today's topic is Profit is the Realm of Abundance, a Christian's opportunity, but not or entitlement. This tax season, I had the nice problem of owing taxes because my business was managed to a profit. And And in this year, again, I hope to expand that profit margin knowing full well that it also means I expand my taxable income. See, I am prepared to pay my fair share and render onto Caesar that which is Caesar's, but I am convinced that my success happened because I also rendered unto God that which is God. That's taken from Matthew 21, 21. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. Profitable Stewardship Inc. was a business brand name change that happened in 2015 because the Lord shifted my focus but not my destination. The verse focus has shifted it's now Matthew 25 verses 21 verses 20 to 21 and it says master he said you entrusted me with five bags of gold see I have gained five more well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with a few things I will put you in charge of many things
1: from prophets to pimps 4,000 years ago Bible prophecy spoke about a mighty people who would be taken captive and brought into a strange land in ships. From Prophets to Pimps What is the true history of African Americans before slavery? Why have they endured so much hardship? From Prophets to Pimps stage play covers 4,000 years of black history, beginning with the ancient biblical past. Come out to witness this groundbreaking stage play on Saturday, February 27, 2016 at the Riverside Epic Center, 135 Riverside Parkway, Austell, Georgia, 30168. Start time is 7 p.m. Visit www.profitstofpimps.com for more information or call 470-985-0992. Tickets on sale now. Brought to you by Israelite Heritage Productions. Debt-free wealth were the
0: words that flashed across my eyes during a restless sleep early in 2011. I was already on the debt-free wealth journey, but those words were flashed across my eyeballs, and it seemed like the Lord gave me clarification of what had been up to that point, my mapless trip. You see, in 2000, before 2005, I was an active member of the financial sector. I was using and teaching a concept called leverage. Leverage is a huge financial secular strategy. It's sometimes also called OPM, or other people's money, or credit, so on. It is the action of exposing as little of your personal cash to obtain some asset. In many cases, leverage is an awesome thing because very few of us, for example, have access to the full amount of money to purchase a car or a home cash. And even if you did have that kind of cash, it may not be the wisest thing to put it all into the asset and have no cash left over for future adventures. Leverage, however, was the main contributor in my mind to the recession of 2006 to 2009 when the now famous housing bubble left many holding an upside-down asset they could no longer keep making payments on. You see, during that era, as an active real estate broker, I watched waitresses qualify for $300,000 mansions and real estate investors access additional investment property with zero down. Using little to none of your personal cash to acquire an expensive asset is the act of using leverage. Despite that economic crash back then, it seems as if no one has learned a lesson because leverage is still a financial strategy being taught today, being taught the very same way and is still by far the most advocated strategy for obtaining success as shared by the experts. Indeed, there is a time for everything, including leverage. But today, I have a new approach to debt, and it drives as much pain through me as if I had to have a finger removed without anesthesia. You see, in 2005, I took a 10-week Christian financial course at my church, and for the first time in my life, the idea of being debt-free was promoted as a biblical strategy straight out of the pages of the Bible. It was also the first time in my life that I met another human my age that had accomplished this amazing feat. Up to that point, the only people I knew who were debt-free were old. My parents and my in-laws, for example, they had no loans on cars or homes, but I assumed that that was just because with their incomes reduced to pensions, it just made better sense. And sure enough, that was also our family's plan as we marched closer to retirement years. But to actually meet someone in their early 40s who was completely debt-free was a complete novel concept to me. And it was no surprise that I engaged in a very healthy debate with my 10-week biblical financial class instructor on the folly of using all his money to pay up his debt instead of using leverage. And I pulled every resource that I could to help him see the power of leverage. Like any good teacher, he listened, and when it was his turn to share, he pulled out his Bible and he showed me verse after verse, text after text, what the Bible had to say on death. And as a Christian who believes the Bible is the infallible word of God, I was silent. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not silenced very easily. I had read those very words many, many times in my life before, and on this day, this was the day that the scales fell from my eyes. Immediately, I changed the way I handled the family's money, and in retrospect, I truly wish that I had done so years before. But with less than one year of this new money management strategy of not adding any new debt and working to eliminate the debt we already have, our family's net worth began to increase. But it was a little too late because the recession started to become noticeable in our bookkeeping around mid-August of 2006. I have to tell you that had it not been for those earlier months of working towards being debt-free because of that course, I would have to testify to you that my family would have been among the statistics of those who endured a foreclosing of their home and repossession of cars and other assets. We did lose a lot in that recession. But with that tiny change to our finances in that very short window just before the recession, the Lord had mercifully helped us ride that storm. And I equate that phase of debt management in our life to adding rocks to our foundation. So the storm came, but we were left standing. In 2011, when the words debt-free wealth blazed across my eyes that restless night, my personal mission became clear. I took the lifeboat that the Lord had sent me And I set out to save others. Anyone who would listen, anyone who would jump on board, deserved to hear what the Lord shared with me. And that's when I began to create my online presence. See, prior to 2011, you couldn't have found me online. But since then, I have made an online presence. You see, going to the Internet allowed me to reach beyond the geography of my own hometown. Here, among those who knew me best, I was initially rejected. Who the heck is Trudy Bearman, and who is she trying to tell us about debt-free wealth? Wasn't she the same one teaching us about leverage just the other day? Isn't she the real estate broker who helped some people buy those upside-down properties? Isn't she the same one who herself used leverage to get herself in trouble? <sighs> yes, yes, yes. My hometown folks had front-row seats to my history and they were not buying my new future but still undaunted i took my message of debt free wealth to the internet and i did find listening ears hopefully some of the ears listening right now as i continued the debt free wealth journey myself it was clear that people were hearing debt free part of the message louder than they were hearing the wealth part of the message this was the next phase that God showed me as a turbulent sea that I was going to have to travel. You see, I truly wanted to be a Jonah in this experience, but it was a waste of energy. Guys, I have to tell you, wealth is the zone of church splits, friendship splits, and even family splits. Money has such emotional power attached to it. It doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on, it, you're going to experience it. If you're on the broke side you experience that emotion attached to money. If you're on the wealthy side, you also experience a great emotion attached to money. You see, as I shared the wealth side more, because I realized people were listening to the debt-free part more than they were listening to the wealth side, but the wealth side truly was where I needed to focus. People started suggesting I was preaching a prosperity gospel, and haters started showing up. Guys, there's only one gospel. And it is not a prosperity gospel. And those who were on the prosperity gospel train who originally were applauding became surprised when I was silencing them saying, I don't believe that prosperity is entitled. You see, the message of debt-free wealth has not changed. It is still my message. But it became clear that wealth is a powerful fast answer to becoming debt-free and the answer to many of our life's challenges, and more importantly, I'm convinced it is a biblical mandate. It is a mandate. It is not an entitlement. It is something we are to work towards and something we are to do, and this comes up very clearly in the parable of the talents. Go read it for yourself, guys. It is in Matthew 25, the parable of the talents. Oh boy, as I headed into this new territory of the wealth zone, I have to tell you, it was as if I was heading to my shores of the garrisons, if you will, and the waves under my boat seemed insistent on capsizing me. Now to give you context for the whole Gerasenes context, context you need to read Mark 4, verses 35 straight through to Mark 5, 1 through 18. You see, I had a message that clearly the powers did not want me to share. I ran into confidence challenges, fear, and other hurdles geared to stop me before I got much further. For example, the gold and silver business that I was a profitable representative for decided to close their door. The insurance company that I represented successfully placed a cease and desist on me to silence my voice right here on Debt Free Wealth Radio, keeping me off the air for six months. A momentum mastermind group I was part of slowed to a stop. Little voices in my head kept telling me, you know there's Dave Ramsey and Danny Johnson already out there sharing a similar message. Who's even going to listen to you? Learning the new technology of the Internet space seemed overwhelming and sometimes even too expensive to figure out. And I was no longer financially comfortable, let alone wealthy, How could me, Trudy Bierman, talk about debt-free wealth with any credibility? All these things were going on in my life and in my head, geared to stop me right in my track. The fact that I did not throw my hands up in surrender is still a miracle to me. But I found strength in that story of Jesus heading to the Gerasene shore that I mentioned earlier. Again, let me remind you that is Mark chapter 4 from verse 35 straight through to Mark 5 up to verse 18. Now, without preaching that message, let me give you the nutshell of that uh, story. Jesus was heading to new Gentile territory, the Gerasene shore, to share the gospel. He fell asleep in the boat, and that boat was on a lake. Now, lakes are not known for having storms of the magnitude that were described in that story, but that storm that kicked up that night was of such a strength that the experienced fishermen that were his disciples believed they were about to die. Now, as I read this story, as I read it, the context seemed to suggest to me that the demons on the other side of the shore who had taken over the body of the man in the graveyard, if you remember, Jesus went and found this man in a graveyard who was filled with the lesion of demons. To me, it's as if the legion of demons sends a battalion ahead to stop Jesus' trip and abort the exorcism that Jesus was about to do. You see, the enemy does not need to start a war for territory that is secure. When When your territory is about to be breached and you know it, you take preventive measures, and that's what I believe the storm was in this particular case. Mark 5 verse 2 says, When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from a cemetery to meet him. Now tell me, guys, how did a possessed man who lived all alone in a graveyard know to leave that cemetery to meet Jesus at a shore? Who told him that Jesus was coming? So I propose to you that the same legion of spirits that were within the man knew and sent a cavalry ahead to instigate a preventive strike. Similarly. I felt like if I could be stopped before I made any headway in my mission, then my purpose would not have been activated. And this message that I had to share would be thwarted. You would not be hearing my voice today. But by the grace of God, I did not quit. The storm passed and I shared and I continue to share the message of debt free wealth even today. Now as at the date of as of today's date of this uh this message I'm sharing with you, right here on Debt-Free Wealth Radio, I'm just a handful shy of 100,000 listeners tracked to this radio show. And even more people have been tracked to my blog, and that does not include my followers on Facebook, YouTube, and other social media. You see, the packaging of my message of Debt-Free Wealth has changed. The message hasn't changed, but the packaging or the branding was to about to get an update, which is now being called Profitable Stewardship, Inc. You see, it's not enough to diagnose a problem and start the healing treatment, which is what debt-free wealth was. Debt-free wealth was a diagnosis of a problem, and the strategies to get out of debt and to be in wealth are the, the, the healing treatment. So it's not enough to diagnose a problem and start the process of healing. It is very wise to discover the underlying cause of the problem in the first place and correct the problem at source. So the Lord showed me that on top of debt-free wealth, that profitable stewardship had to be the new brand approach because at the heart of the Christian's problem before the recession was indeed poor stewardship. Well, it certainly was in my case. That was what caused the problems that showed up in our family. Prior to the recession, God had truly blessed my family with an abundance. And we took that abundance and figuratively built what I call a golden calf. Before the recession, our family enjoyed a very comfortable life. We would not have met President Obama's definition of wealth, which he defines as earning 250000 or more per year, but we came pretty close to it. However, using the strategy of leverage during those times, we exposed ourselves to massive debt, taking on assets that at the time we were able to meet the monthly commitments for, but with the recession and the loss of income, we no longer could. And a lot of you are in the same boat with me. We could not say, my family could not say that we were victims of a recession. We had to admit that we contributed to our experience of the recession. You see, my instructor in that 10 week Christian financial class also went through the very same recession, but his family had a different experience. They did not just survive, the effect of that storm of the recession was, in fact, a power wash to his family. They emerged shining brightly when a lot of us got hit. I was forever changed. And I had to thank God for his mercy and his gracious favor in our life. We did survive the storm due to those few months of biblical stewardship. I propose to you how much more could we as a family have accomplished if all along we had been managing our money the biblical way. So as a result of that experience, I made my focus of study in my meditation time what the Bible had to say about money. And out of that meditation time, my book, The Bible on Business, was produced. Now, however you found this show today, I'll put a link to that book there for you. That book, The Bible on Business, remains one of my proudest moments to today. I've written other books, but that one is one of my proudest. It feels like a trophy of victory over my circumstances. It, it represented an acceptance of our responsibility in the lost equation. It represents a, a resolution to move forward with new success strategies. Out went leverage, and in entered the concept of debt free wealth as managed through a filter of profitable stewardship. It doesn't mean that that debt is not a valid financial strategy for Christians. It, it is. And the Bible does make room for that. There is a strategy for handling debt in the Bible. And I truly hope that my book, The Bible on Business, will reinforce to all Christian income earners that the Bible is indeed a practical, relevant guide to success. Trust me, guys. The Bible has more to say about money than probably any other life issue. And the Bible does touch on every single life issue. Inside my blog, over at TrudyBehrman.com, just click on the Money Talk blog. Inside my blog, and on this show, and in any shows that have already passed, and in upcoming posts, I will continue to share strategies towards debt free wealth. Because for the Christian income earner, prosperity is not entitled but it is within reach. Guys, if if Matthew 25 shares about the the ones with the talent invested it and brought five more and the one that had one buried it, it it proposes that mandate that God expects us to do something with what he has put under our control and manage it to a profitable outcome. I can't see any other way to interpret that. Debt free wealth is possible and it is my mission to move Christian income earners to become profitable stewards who enjoy debt free wealth. Give generously and are the ones giving the hand up instead of being in line for the handout. You are here at Debt Free Wealth Radio. Visit me also at trudybearman.com and welcome to the strategies of profitable stewardship, which are regularly shared here. If you want to know how to attract and enjoy profit as a Christian, then I invite you to jump on my mailing list for hot off the press delivery of this kind of content direct to your inbox. I promise every single piece of thing that I send to you will be front loaded with massive value. And if you don't believe that, it's an easy one. Click unsubscribe for you. Trudy Behrman here, thank you for joining me here at Debt-Free Wealth Radio. I do look forward to connecting with you.